Welcome to day 64 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Numbers chapter 23 to 25, with a focus on chapter 25, verses 1 through 4. While Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. They invited the people to the sacrifices of their God, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked himself to Baal of Pahor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them in the sun before the Lord, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. The events of this verse are quite striking in comparison to the last several chapters that we've been reading and even some of the chapters that we've read today, as King of Moab, Balak, has been trying to entice uh, Balaam to curse Israel uh, on three separate occasions, actually. We've read about him trying to curse them and then Balaam being told by the Lord to bless them quite powerfully. And in fact, the final uh, prophecies that Balaam gives out is about the destructions of all of the enemies of Israel. And yet here we have moments after reading these. For us, it's moments. It might not be that uh, soon <laughs> for Israel. But fairly soon after these events, historically, uh, the people of Israel partner with the Moabs and start worshiping their god Baal. And Baal is a pagan god we will see reoccur often. In fact, uh, a, a very common snare for the Israelites because... Baal was the god of fertility, and worship of Baal often in included orgies or child sacrifices or uh, other things that were just very reprehensible to God. But, I mean, obviously the most reprehensible thing is they're worshiping another god, which is in stark contradiction to the first commandment that he's given them. And why this verse really strikes me as odd is, and, and kind of I want to talk about it today, is because it's a good testament to how the enemy works. When direct opposition or cursing has failed, often we will be enticed into destructive behavior, right? If the enemy can't directly attack, then they often go for underhanded methods, which is, well, I'll entice you to slowly destroy yourself. And that's what's happening with Israel is they've been protected by God. They've been blessed by a foreign prophet. And here they cause a bit of their own destruction by giving in to things that they've been blatantly told they shouldn't do. And yet God doesn't destroy them, but he does say you need to purge those who led in this wicked behavior out from you. In fact, it's quite graphic image uh, imagery when he says let the the leaders who led in this hang in the sun Al almost as like a stark warning like this is so reprehensible I won't allow it and sometimes I think in our church context here in North America we forget that there actually is an enemy and he he wants nothing more than our destruction and complete and total uh, abandonment of our values and faith and I believe it's because in, in our church context here, he goes with the underhanded methods of just making what everyone else is doing look just so enticing. 
or putting a, a, a warm smile on something that will ultimately lead to our destruction. And we see here in this account that there were repercussions, severe repercussions for what happened with the Israelites and the Moabites. We need to always be on the lookout, not just for the overtly direct attack on our faith, but sometimes the seductive, almost friendly looking attack on the faith. Guard your hearts, guard your minds, guard your souls. The great thing is, though, is later on we read that one of the priests took action and rectified the issue quite dramatically, but by doing so saved Israel from a plague that was rapidly spreading through their camp. Take action. If you know there's something in your life, take action. Get it out. The long-term benefit will be much better than the momentary pain would be the only word I can think of because when we have to get rid of sin that's in our life or, or habits that are leading us down destructive paths, it's usually not a pleasant thing, but I promise you the Lord of all will walk with you on that journey. The Lord of all walks with us on our journeys and he is quick to forgive time and time again. Put up a barrier. Be on guard because there is an enemy. But our Lord is much greater than any enemy. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.